Do you find yourself constantly giving more than you're capable of committing to? Are you constantly exhausted or run down by the end of the day because you can't say no to that last request? Tune in as we tackle a topic that resonates with many of us, setting a workload boundary and mastering the art of saying no. Welcome to the Girls of Grit podcast, hosted by Annalisa Rhodes and Cynthia Facara, two professional women bringing you over 20 years experience as top performers, top earners, and leaders in the male-dominant medical device industry. Grounded in Grit, our mission is to be ambassadors for professional women in the medical device sales industry, helping them tap into their potential, magnify their mindset, and escalate their careers by providing real-world, everyday scenarios, struggles, and solutions. Welcome to the Girls of Grit podcast. It's time to dig in. Hello, Lisa. Hello, Cindy. How are you doing today? I'm great. And hello to everybody out there. I am so excited to discuss the topic that we've chosen to talk about today because it really, really resonates with me because I personally have a hard time saying no to things at work. And I think why that's a hard thing for me is just that I want to participate in many things. And if somebody asks me to do something, I do believe I can bring value and I can help the situation. But what happens is sometimes I overload my plate and I'm starting to realize that this doesn't do any good for any of these items on my plate. So I just really wanted to take some time today and really look at when workload is very heavy, how do we prioritize what needs to get done? in setting workload boundaries to really get us focused on what is priority. Yeah, these are really great points, Cindy. You know, I mean, I'm nodding my head because I don't know a woman out there that doesn't overpromise on everything. I mean, just being a mom, you know, you constantly are saying yes to everything. You you want to make everybody happy, right? But at the end of the day, when it comes, especially when it comes to your workload, it's really important that you learn how to draw those hard lines. And it's hard for us, especially hard for women. And, you know, I mean, I, I can't imagine, I, I feel like to, in today's world, every woman is pulled in countless directions, both from work, like I mentioned, as well as life at home, whether it's the kids, husband, parents, you know, extended family, things are really challenging. And it's very hard to find that balance. But we know if you don't find the balance, you will burn out, you will, you will struggle mentally as well as emotionally. And those can take hard tolls on your family, not just you, but on your family as well. So I think today we really need to look at how do we set these boundaries? You know, why are we having such a hard time setting them um, and, and being okay with setting them? So we're going to discuss three topics in specific. Uh, one of the first things is why is it so hard for us to set these healthy boundaries? Why is it so hard? Number two is specifically with women, 
what do we struggle with? What are our kind of top things that we struggle with saying no to? And number three is how do we begin to set them? How do we change that course now and really be able to set those lines and say no and be okay with it? Lisa, that's a really great introduction. So I'm just going to jump right in and start with why it's so important that we set healthy boundaries. And I really thought about this. And the first thing that comes to mind, or maybe I can think of it more like as an umbrella topic, and that's time. Because when a workload is really heavy, time is the most precious resource that we have. So you need to use it wisely. And why do we need to use it wisely? Because it affects us in so many different ways. If our time is taking us away to focus on something that we shouldn't be, then mentally it drains us. If time takes us away from being able to do the things outside of work, such as exercise, we know that's important. We discussed that in our morning musts. Your physical, physical well being is important to put time into. And so is your mental. So when you come to work and you're trying to achieve a goal or accomplish a task, you've got to be focused. And if you're spread too thin, you're not going to be of any good to anybody. Yeah, so your mental a, and physical well-being is very important. That's a great point, Cindy. It's like juggling too many balls. You have too many balls up in the air. At some point, those balls are going to come crashing down. We all know that you know, from trying to do too many things at work and too many things at home and everything in between, you, you just physically can't. And I will say at work, when you make commitments to too many things, that's when mistakes start to happen, right? Especially if you've committed to a couple of really large projects and you're working on them. And then all of a sudden you get an email that says, Hey, we need another volunteer for, you know, the women's brunch on Sunday, or we need another volunteer for helping out the new hires at this training session. And you're like, yes, I want to do that too, because you want to climb the ladder. You want to be recognized in the company. You want to get to that next position, but you need to recognize the fact that you're also right now where you are and what you have on your plate may just be too much. And you got to learn where to draw those lines. And I'm not saying that it's not important to be involved, but it's also important not to make mistakes. And I feel like when you're spread too thin, that's really when mistakes can happen at work, whether that is you didn't get the right products in that you should have gotten in for your cases. You didn't call back that certain physician or hospital that you were supposed to call. You missed a meeting, you know, um, all sorts of things, all sorts of types of mistakes can happen when you're spread too thin. And, you know, distractions play a part in that as well. Like when you were saying that I can just think of when I'm, when I'm overwhelmed or just have a lot on my plate, I'm so distracted and that then I'm getting frustrated and think about this. I don't know if this happens to you, but do you feel like you give all that energy towards the stress instead of just focusing on one thing? Because if you, you take all that energy, it's just wasted. That's just, you're stressing and you're putting it not where you need to be. So if you could use your energy wisely and not waste it, you can be so much more effective. And Setting yeah. healthy work boundaries is coming down to saying, no, that's too much for today, or I need to focus on this instead of on that. 
And I know it's hard, but again, I said it earlier, time is your most precious resource. Really prioritize your time, focus where it can really make, make it better because you don't want to be mentally and physically burnt out. You don't want to make mistakes. You don't want to juggle too many balls. And, and really, if you can tailor your energy where it should be in your focus, preventing burnout really helps you remain passionate for your business. And I know that I do so much better in my work when I remember the excitement of what I'm doing and what I can bring, because when you're passionate and excited, you have those results that ultimately will help you strive to achieve what you're trying to accomplish. But that's such a great point. You were saying it, and then you just said what I was going to bring out, which is the passion for why we're doing this in the first place. And it is for the patients and the physicians and the procedures and your company and the products that you sell. You're doing this because you love it. And if you start to overcommit to too many things and you get drowned or pulled down, you know, by all the other smaller or minutia type things that are really stressing you out, you won't even embrace and appreciate why you're there in the first place. And other people will feel that. I mean, if you come into, if you come into a case and you're so like, oh, stressed out and worried about so many other things other than what your primary focus needs to be, one, you may make mistakes, but two, others will feel that. And it's really important that they don't because your primary reason of being there is to service them, to be there for them. So you bringing that out with regards to passion is very important. And in the medical device industry, that is a leading reason why people stay in this industry is because of the passion that we feel for what we're doing. And it is so rewarding. And many times it really is. And, you know, again, we, we kind of listed some reasons why it's so important to set boundaries, set boundaries, allowing you to do the things you need to do versus those that can wait. Um, or may not need to be a part of. So this, let's go into our second part about why it's hard for us as women. And and I, I know you kind of touched on this at the beginning, but it kind of makes me laugh because it's crazy how all of us women are, are alike in a lot of ways that it is hard overall for women to say no to certain things. And, and Lisa, why do you think that is? Oh, girl, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, for me anyhow, it's because... Well, one, I am a people pleaser, so I want everybody to be happy, everybody to be taken care of from my physicians and my hospitals and my nurses to my husband and my kids and my family. But it's also a little bit of a control thing for me where I've just got to feel like I am in control of everything. And I'm learning how to let go, but that's a very hard lesson to learn. So, you know, I think for me, at least, and a lot of other women out there, we are not only people pleasing and wanting everyone to be happy so that we're going to say yes to everything. Sure. I can handle that. Sure. I can do that. No problem. But we also want to make sure that it gets done right. Right. And in our heads, as long as we're doing it, it's going to get done right, which probably isn't the truth. If you're spread so thin, you make mistakes. Yes. And I agree with you on a lot of what you said, people pleasing, not wanting to let somebody down. And, you know, think about this. You mentioned people pleasing, but do you think it's harder if a superior in your work line asks you to do something? If a coworker asks you to do something, is it easier to say no to them versus maybe your manager or your manager's manager or somebody higher up? And Absolutely. so is it that that task seems that much more important? 
And then again, it's looking at your workload as a whole and really prioritizing. So the control thing makes me laugh, what you said, because I'm I'm just the same way. It's very hard for me to let go and let somebody else do something. Um, and, you know, trust plays a part in that. If I can trust somebody else to take some workload off, that's great. Or if I can just trust myself to say, right now, I can't do that. Maybe I can do that next week. Um, but another reason why I think it's so hard for women is guilt. Women yeah. carry guilt. And it, to me, I think the best way I can describe this is like false guilt. I mean, yeah. if I were, if you asked me to do something and I couldn't right away, I feel guilty, but you probably don't even feel bad at like, <laughs> because okay, I forgot I asked guilty. you to do it. <laughs> oh, I forgot I asked you to do that. Thanks. Right. It's a complete false perception, you know, that by setting boundaries will make you feel bad, you know, because I'm setting a boundary when really it can make me feel so much better. You know, we don't need to take on um, so much more yeah. because we want to be in control, you know, but here's the irony of it all by saying no, gives you back control. Yeah, you're exactly right, Cindy. And absolutely, I fall into that guilt trap as well of not be, I feel like I'm not capable of saying no to something because I feel like I'll be held accountable for it. But you're right. If you, if you commit to everything, you still can't accomplish it all. So by saying no to certain tasks, you are continuing to keep the control over what you do have currently going on and not taking on another project. And, and I think it's kind of, I think it's empowering. If you physically know that you can't do it, I think it's really smart of you to say no, because that way you're still in control of the other things that you can control. And like you said, it doesn't mean that down the road, you can't come back and say, Hey, you know, look, I know I said no earlier on about this committee that you want to be me to be on. And I just couldn't do it, but now I have time. And now I'm here for you. Let me commit my whole time to this, you know, or, or whatever more time that I have now to this. And it's going to be great. And, you know, if I was the person receiving what you just said to me, that means a lot. That, that means even more than you just being a yes person with, oh, yes, I'll just do it. Yes, I'll just do it. I would love for you to come back a week later and say, now that my big wave of rush is over, I've got some time to help you because that tells me that you're going to put in 110% and we would probably get more out of your minutes focused than you would have the week before. So I do believe people appreciate that if they just communicate that. Yes. Oh, communication. And you know, the other thing that does is that fills that little people pleaser tank of mine knowing, oh, I made her happy. I did fulfill her need. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So Lisa, how do we begin to set a boundary in the workload, in our workspace? You know, we, we know that it's important. We know it's hard, but now what can we do to set a workload boundary? Right. Well, you mentioned the time and how, how important it is for time management. So I think that's something first that everyone really needs to get a, a good hold of is prioritizing your time at work. What are the major projects that you're working on? Or what are the major things you have coming up in the next week, two weeks, three weeks, and making sure that you're, you, you're all set for those things before you try and handle, you know, the other minutia that are coming in and out of the days. Um, I think if, if you really 
are going to be out of town or you can't handle, you know, the constant in and outs for a little bit of time, put an out of office message and just let the people know, hey, you're out of office and you will get back to them as soon as you can. And maybe that's during the time that you're handling a big project. You just leave like the out of office for a day and handle what you're going to handle and you'll come back to it the next day. Or it's maybe it's three cases that you have that day and there's no way you're going to be able to handle the emails that are coming through. Maybe see if you can triage some of those messages till later on. Do those, you know, separately or at the end of the day or whenever you find the time that you can put all the effort towards those. And, you know, listening to you say this, somebody may be out there listening, thinking, well, that sounds much easier, you know, much easier said than done, you know, because I think that I just want to take it a step further, which now I'm thinking we should probably do a complete separate episode on time management. But you mentioned all these different things to do. And we're talking about priorities. And maybe in this moment, you're like, well, what's priority? So I just started thinking of some questions. Maybe you can ask yourself in recognizing when you're over committing. And that would be to ask what activities are holding you back? You know, what are what's making you tired? You know, and what's not allowing you to put focus on what needs to take priority? So if you take a minute to ask, answer those few questions and realize you're over committing, write down what's priority. That kind of gives you that relief and permission to say, okay, now I need to say no to these few things or I need to push back a few things and only focus on these one to three things currently. Yeah. And I think you continually remind yourself, this is a good thing. This isn't a bad thing. These are good boundaries that you're putting in. You're protecting what you currently have as priorities, as well as you're protecting yourself and by default, your family. So I think that, you know, you during the time that we're talking about how do we set these boundaries, continually remind yourself, don't feel guilty for saying no to certain things. It's okay because the things that you are on top of, you're going to master them. They're going to be awesome. You're going to hit them out of the park and just remind yourself that's the, that's the smart way to do it. It's the way that real successful people work. They don't do everything. They delegate or they say Mm -hmm. no. And I think that's really important for us to remember as women leaders in this industry there are going to be times that you have to say no and learning how to say it in the appropriate way is super key to being successful. I agree. You know, my children are older than yours and I remember feeling very stressed from work coming home when they were in school and busy in their activities. And I can remember walking in the door and my mind is still on work and they they would say something and I needed to focus on it. And I felt that I wasn't giving them the attention they needed. So, you know, I realized that what do I do during the day? I set appointments for work. I time block my days where I know that now I'm working on this. Now I'm going to this hospital. Now I'm in a case. So something that worked for me years ago that I'd like to suggest for anybody out there trying to set some boundaries is to set an appointment for home. If you're really struggling with being overwhelmed with work and then not feeling you're giving your time to your kids, let's say it's between the hours of 5 and 7 p.m. That, you know, they're coming home from school or their activities. It's time to make dinner. It's time to hear about their day, help with their homework. At that time, that's your appointment. So your focus is them. Your focus is on all that they need. And then unless 
you're in a job that's on call and there's an emergency, answer that phone, but put your phone down, put your emails down, get them all set, ready for bed. If there's something you need to do, then go back to your work. I think that boundary of right now is family time will make your work time so much better because when we constantly let everything overlap, we're not fair to anybody. We're not fair to work. We're not fair to our kids. We're not fair to ourselves. Yeah, no, you're 100% right. My kids used to grab my phone from me when they were little and be like, mommy, look at me. And it was really awful. And it really like woke me up one day. I'm like, what am I doing? So when you mention, you know, the at-home appointment, uh, most of the time it works, but you will get those urgent calls. So I think along with that is making sure in your head, you clarify what truly is an urgent need. So let's just say, for example, you're at home on home time at seven o'clock and you're cooking dinner and your phone rings and it's your physician. Well, you're going to get the phone because it's your physician calling. And if he's calling you or she's calling you at 7 p.m., it's probably urgent. It's probably not to shoot the crap and say, hey, you know, let's talk about the case three weeks from now. No, it's probably about to discuss a patient or a scenario that needs your immediate attention and focus. And so you delegate that time. You, you know, turn away five minutes, step away from everyone, say, hey, I've got to take this call, handle the call, get everything done and then come back to the family time. However, on that same token, if maybe it's a message that comes across your phone and somebody is asking you something, which you can glance at, but it's not necessarily needed to be answered right in that moment, then leave it and answer it after you've put the kids to bed. You know, coworkers of yours probably are keeping about the same hours as you are, So if you reply to that message at 9.30 or 10 o'clock at night, either one, they're going to have their phone turned to silent and they won't see it to the morning and that's their choice. But two, if they are, then they, they're right there with you, you know? So I think, or, or you reply and say, Hey, I'll get to you later. You know, I think that clarifying what urgent means is really important when you're talking about being at home with the family. But I love that idea, Cindy. I do. I love it. Well, like anything else, you make an attempt to try. And even if you make it an hour and a half, I think you would feel so much better, um, you know, just just knowing that your focus is where it needs to be. But, you know, listening to talk about urgency, women have a problem. I shouldn't say all women, but some women may have difficulty, I should say, distinguishing urgent and not. And so what I just want to clarify is not every phone call is like, a ping pong match. As soon as they serve, I got to pick up an answer because I got to shoot it right back. It's not, oh, I need to jump. How high? It's learning how to, and I use the word triage because we're in, you know, medical device to triage or prioritize urgent first. And I just, I think it's really important what you said about clarifying. And when, when you're setting boundaries, I think overall, I think it's really important to be clear on what those boundaries are. Like right now is my family time. Be clear about that. Be concise. Just these hours, this is what I need to do. But really clarifying why it's important. So Cindy, I think we should probably summarize what we talked about today for our listeners, just because all of it is so important. Um, So first, you know, why is it important to set boundaries? Well, you talk about it a lot, but time management being able to really clearly manage your time. And I think if you are being proactive with this, then you're taking a very unmanageable workload and making it manageable, making it have 
stellar results. Controlling what you can control when you're not spread so thin and you end up making mistakes because you've overpromised and you end up under delivering. So I think it's really important that people focus on setting those boundaries and also to prevent burnout so that you're not coming home and burning out and it's all coming out on your family or for that matter, even your customers and the projects that you are working on, you know, find that passion, remind yourself of why you took on these projects and, or these procedures and the, you know, the hospitals and the doctors that you work with, remind yourself that they are the reason why you're there. Don't spread yourself so thin that you can't even enjoy the fruits of your labor. Right. And we did, we, 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 I'm glad you summarize, you know, why it's so important. And I just want to also bring up again that we talked about why it's so hard. And the number one reason is guilt and other false per- perceptions that women put on themselves and believing that it all falls on them. So lose that guilt. And now how do we do this? We talked about saying no to extra tasks that are not urgent. You know, saying no to something gives you time to say yes to what's truly your priority. And when that workload is heavy, remember time is the most precious resource. Use it wisely. We also discussed about when you set boundaries, be clear about what boundaries work for you. Be concise on those time constraints and then clarify to those you work with on why you are saying no to something and that give yourself permission to draw the line when you set a boundary. Yes. And so today I get to do the call of action. So for everyone out there that's listening, when you are feeling this overwhelmed, stressed out feeling with your, with work, and you're not able to concentrate on anything, first of all, you need to pause and recognize what's going on and what you have currently on your plate. And you need to prioritize what's the most important. And then you need to draw a line. You need to draw that boundary line on one or more of the tasks that you've been asked to do and remind yourself that it is okay to say no because it allows you to say yes to the things that are the most important and you will have successful and stellar and remarkable results when you say no to the things that you cannot handle and yes to the things that you can So listeners, we hope today we've inspired you to now begin a journey towards setting work boundaries. Again, unapologetically saying no can cultivate a workload that is rewarding as it is balanced. Absolutely. So thank you again for joining us for another episode of the Girls of Grit. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you, everyone. All you need is a little bit of grit to be your best today and build for tomorrow. Find us on Instagram at The Girls of Grit, our website, thegirlsofgrit.com, and LinkedIn, The Girls of Grit. <laughs>